lock and load. This is GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with Georgia Carry's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. GeorgiaCarry.org is Georgia's no-compromise voice for gun owners. The leader in the fight to reclaim and expand our Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Here's your host, Executive Director of GeorgiaCarry.org, Jerry Henry. Good morning. Welcome to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio Hour. This beautiful Saturday morning, the two days before our uh, Memorial Day weekend. Hope everybody has a nice, safe weekend. And uh, I want to start off by reminding you that we're um, holding a contest to see who's going to be on next week's radio program, which is the 100th uh, edition of GeorgiaCarry.org Radio Hour. Of course, this being the 99th. Uh, I told you before that I'm going to give out a number. And I'll give it out two or three times. You take that number, put it in your in the email subject, send it to me at jhenry at georgiacarry.org, and we will put those in a hat, draw them, and there will be two people selected to be on the show next weekend. That number is one eight three zero six four one. And uh, if you win, I'll explain to you where that number came from. However, today I have a uh, a special guest that. Uh, as uh, I, I want to thank him for jumping in, we had uh, a couple of problems with uh, with getting a couple of people in here that had tried and and had committed to it, but then came up with uh, with problems in their lives that they couldn't do it. So I called on a, a good buddy, uh, Don Towers, who is going to be our guest today. Don is the uh, chapter leader of the Cobb County. Well, excuse me, the North Georgia, North Atlanta. North Atlanta. North Atlanta. I'll get it right in a minute. I've been there. I know that it exists. And <laughs> North Atlanta GCO chapter, which is basically Cobb County. And so uh, I'd like to welcome Don Towers to the show today. Jerry, thanks so much for having me this morning. I appreciate the invite. Well, we're going to have fun today. I know you you seemed a little nervous, but we'll get over that here shortly. Well, I really appreciate it. I hope I'm a good substitute guest. <laughs> You're a great one. Uh However, who is Don Towers? Where is he from? Where did he come from? Has he lived here all his life? Uh, or is he like me and been transplanted or what? Well, you know what? You, I don't know if you remember. I told you a long time ago that I'm a Texas guy. Oh, I'm really? born in Texas. Uh, so I was uh, born in Wichita Falls, Texas, way up north. Uh, north Wichita Texas. Falls you know where Wichita is. Falls is? Yeah. Uh, that's, I grew that's, up in a little town called Burt Burnett, yeah. about a mile south of the Red River. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard of Burt Burnett. Yeah, but it's a it's I've a little tiny town, River. and when I was ten years old, we moved over to Georgia. Hmm. So I'm not really a Georgia uh, native. I've only been here since 1968, hmm. so relatively recent. Okay, <laughs> sort of. Um, but uh, moved here in 1968 and went to school and uh, in uh, Art, in Marietta, R. L. Osborne High School, and. Uh, uh, let's see. You want you want the thumbnail of what I did from there? Or? Well, just uh, you. <laughs> well, I, I went ahead. to high school, uh, lower middle class uh, upbringing. Um, my dad was a mechanic. Um, we uh, got. I did very good in school. Um, uh, kind of wandered into the military aspect. Uh, high school, I was in uh, naval ROTC mm-hmm. and. Uh, Got into guns. I, now, my dad had always been a gun guy, and he had taught us guns, and I grew up probably five or six years old uh, shooting guns. Not not a, a lot. Of, he didn't have a lot of guns, but we, we, we all liked guns, and we went out and shoot twenty twos and things like that. 
And uh, but I got into competitive shooting when I was in high school. Uh, I was a na- na- naval ROTC, naval junior ROTC in high school. Got on the rifle team. Got on the drill team. I actually became the commander of the unit and got really good grades. Um, did well at the uh, at the competition shooting with the twenty two rifles, which is a lot of fun. I'd never mm-hmm. really. Uh, gotten into organized shooting, but that was a, a good introduction. And then I uh, was very fortunate uh, because my parents didn't have any money. I wasn't going to go to college, and I figured, well, this military stuff seems to work pretty well. Maybe I'll get a, a scholarship. And then I heard about these things called military academies, and I started applying to the military academy at West Point, uh, the Naval Academy, Air Force Academy. Nobody wanted me except uh, military academy. West Point said yes. I was very fortunate. Sam Nunn got me an appointment, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like I couldn't believe it because I didn't know anybody. And mo- most people don't realize that when you get into West Point, it's just like it's a merit. It's a merit thing. So I was very fortunate, very good grades, very mm-hmm. good, good record, and got into West Point, uh, United States Military Academy. Uh, spent four years there, uh, commissioned as a second lieutenant in the infantry in 1980, uh, so 76 to 80. And I got into competition shooting at West Point uh, as a, on the pistol team. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I shot for four years there, got a chance to go to uh, Camp Perry a couple of times, shooting in, in three-gun competition there, and just basically competing at collegiate level. A lot of fun. So you're learning a lot of things Sounds about me like you I'm, didn't know. I'm you learning a whole lot of you're things. You're learning a lot of things. Well, so are our listeners, and that's what it's for. I mean, we can we can do this over a beer, but that, the listeners true. don't get to um, hear it all that time. And uh, then I spent 20 years in the Army. Yeah. So um, uh, various uh, – I was an infantry officer. Uh, various uh, – obviously, I did a lot with uh, firearms in the military mm-hmm. as an infantry officer. Uh, small arms. Um, I was a light infantry in the 101st, 2nd Infantry Division later on. Um, Fourth Infantry Division, Second Armored Division, uh, Fifth Infantry Division. I actually went to Panama in uh, in, the, in, uh, in combat with the uh, Fifth Infantry Division with my battalion there in uh, 1989 with a little thing called Just Ca- Just Cause, mm-hmm. uh, and um, spent 20 years in the Army. I enjoyed it. Got out as a retired as a major and have been retired since 2000. And since then, I've sort of been looking for what I'm going to do when I grow <laughs> up. I've actually had a couple of careers. I've had re- retail retail career as a manager um and uh, tried teaching for a year uh, god love the teachers i just it didn't work out for me i didn't really have the i guess the 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 right attitude for that i just it didn't work out for me it was in one of the metro atlanta area schools and yeah. didn't really work out but i was a i was a uh, i was a got into retail after that and uh, decided i wanted to do that so i did that for a few years uh and uh, and I've ended up with uh, I'm actually working at Adventure Outdoors right now in mm-hmm. Smyrna uh, as I'm actually just working uh, part time as sales. It's kind of I have the luxury of that because I'm retired, right. sort of semi retired. Right. But I enjoy uh, shooting there and uh, and uh, go, going to the range there. And I actually had an opportunity. You know Jay and Eric Wallace. You know those guys. Right. And they gave me an opportunity to to get uh, to put together a training program. And I'm actually starting kind of a beginning training program. And we're actually going to going to work on that um here in the next few months and it's a very exciting opportunity new opportunity for me mm-hmm. i'm actually teaching basic pistol there i've also we've also got a free uh two-hour uh safety course that we're teaching uh last saturday every month and then the first saturday every month is a, is a live fire five hour like a basic pistol class mm-hmm. and we're very excited about developing that and getting more courses together i just enjoy talking to people about guns by george Carey, of course um you just enjoy talking. I just enjoy talking. Yes, I do. Uh, I do. I actually do. And this is kind of, if I you're going to be a recruiter, if you're going to be involved with George Carey, it's important to be uh, talking. 
screen. So uh, are, are we okay on yes. time? Yes, we're, we're good. Well, and then I just got I got involved with George Carey. You know, I've never carried until about 2012. And I'd had guns in the car and had probably had guns in the car when wasn't supposed to, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, driving back and forth, had guns in the house, et cetera. But I'd never really carried or considered it. And so, something, news items, something uh, clicked in me uh, that, uh, you know, I need to start looking into this because I'm seeing more things that are mm-hmm. concerning me. Kind of similar to what I remember. You, you, I've seen your story about you've seen some things that were concerning you. Some things concerned me. I said, maybe I need to start carrying. I'm getting right. older and slower. Right. Uh, I need to probably think about carrying a firearm and, and just take, got. And I looked at I looked up uh, okay Georgia. I looked up Georgia firearms laws and some something called Georgia packing popped up. I said, hmm, this is interesting. I joined Georgia Packing. I started scouring, reading for hours on there. And people kept mentioning this Georgia Carey thing. And I said, hmm, that sounds interesting. Let me join. Let me look into that. Oh, that looks good. I'm going to mm-hmm. join that. So I joined that online, I believe. And then, you know, I met a guy named Buddy Simpson right. uh, at a recruiting table. And I said, Buddy, you, you need some help? You want me to come help you? And that was in 2012. I got my license in 2012. And I've been hooked up with Buddy. Buddy's been my mentor. He's yeah. been my mentor. I've well, learned a, a lot. One. He's a good learned, one. learned a lot from him, of course, from you. Uh, Bruce Greenfield. I hooked up with this guy named Bruce Greenfield who knows everything about everything. And uh, I've worked with him and recruiting and just kind of learned from everybody yeah. about George Carey and about how to recruit, how to talk about the – uh, the organization. Yeah, that, that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand is if they think I don't know enough to go recruit. Well, you learn an awful lot just standing there watching. Oh, absolutely. Jerry absolutely. Strange down in uh, Noonan. Uh, the first time Jerry walked into a gun show to to recruit for me, I was a gun show coordinator at that time. It was over at the at the um, the big RK show over there, and Jerry walked in and uh, we we sat there and started talking about what was going on and and. Jerry was just a guy that kind of stood over on the corner there and, and watched and didn't say anything. A couple hours later, he left, said, well, I'll see you later. And I thought, well, he won't be back because, you know, came back next gun show, and he stood around for another hour or so, probably before he said anything. And then all of a sudden, one time, somebody came up, and he said, well, let me tell you why I joined. And then he, he ju- what he was doing was getting his feet, making sure he felt comfortable in what he was saying he knew yeah. what he wanted to say but mm-hmm. he wanted to make sure that what he was saying was what other people wanted to hear yeah so uh well and, i learned a long time ago to make it personal you know you talk talking about your right. reasons why you joined that's and correct. you kind of put it in your own words it's you know, people get a little intimidated by that but it's not it's you just you just kind of remember okay why did i join this organization and you just explain to people and talk to them and then you can kind of talk you'll learn the uh, the accomplishments right. and what george carries accomplished that, but I yeah. tell you, I, this uh, this has been a, a great. I have loved uh, being with Georgia Carey. It's been a tremendous experience, and just a bunch of great guys yeah. and uh, great folks. Yeah, and, a bunch uh, of those gun a real nuts. mission, a real gun mission. nuts, gun yeah, nuts. those crazy right. gun nuts. That's right. <laughs> no, I mean th- these are just regular folks who yep. happen to believe in the Second Amendment in Georgia, happen to believe in liberty. You yep. know, Oop. and uh, you know, it's just you know, it's just regular folks. That's correct. Who happen to be carrying a gun, or wanting to carry a gun, or wanting to support that right? Right. Well, we're coming up on a break here. Uh, I want to remind you go to georgiacarry.org, uh, visit our website. You can also download the podcast on newstalk1160.com. We will be right back. And now back. 
to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio. I'm uh, Jerry Henry sitting here with uh, Don Towers this morning. And we've had a pretty good discussion so far, and we're going to continue that. I, I did want to say I don't remember you saying that you were from Texas, but a lot of people try to impress me that way. And so it's easy, it's easy for me to forget. But I will say that uh, I was raised uh, right off of Highway 82, which runs right through Wichita Falls. Is there? It runs right through Bells, Texas. Yep. Highway 82 and 69, uh-huh. the intersection of those two highways is where Bells, oh, Texas is sitting. How about so, that? Uh, it's, uh, I forgot how many miles it is, but Sherman, which is 10 miles from Sherman, and Sherman's probably the next uh, largest town mm-hmm. out that way. So. Uh, just we got a little bit more in common than we thought. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you uh, you were talking earlier about you're you're retired from the military, and you're just you're kind of like me. You're just kind of looking for something to do, looking to see what I'm going to do when I grow up. That's yeah. kind of the way I was. That's right. I, it's kind of the way I was when I got with Georgia. Sort of on my fourth career now. Yeah. I think <laughs> well, you're a little bit. I think you're a little bit younger than I was when I came with Georgia Carey. But uh, it's been very interesting. You you're. You were talking about how you are working out at uh, Adventure Outdoors hmm. and yep. some of the programs you're you're working on, right? And uh, the good that you're doing. What are you what What do you hope to gain by the whole thing? Well, really, you know, my whole thing since I've been working at Adventure Outdoors is, of course, I get to handle guns uh, for 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 money. So that's uh, so they pay me to uh, play with guns, mm-hmm. which is fun. But really, the in all seriousness. Um, there's a lot of people that just don't know the laws. Um, I'm able to hand out a lot of Georgia Carry cards and say, go mm-hmm. to this website. You're going to get all the laws because all the laws are linked on georgiacarry.org. And I tell them, here's what, here's what I, here's my opinion about the laws and what I think it is, but I'm not a lawyer. Here's, go, go to this website. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are just thirsting for knowledge about guns. They're coming into the gun store. They're a little tentative a lot of times. They want to, they want to, uh, uh, get a gun for mm-hmm. I've, I've had people come over that are literally scared because of places they're having to go in atlanta or right. or other areas maybe uh and they want help yeah so my whole thing is i'm really motivated and you know the, georgia carry fits right in because we're about firearms law education we're about promoting firearms uh safety and those are big things that i'm about and i'm i'm, I'm about talking to people i really get a a, a, a lot of uh uh, enjoyment just educating people and right. talking to them about guns are just tools guns are you can own a gun it's okay you right. there's 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 you've got all these tools gun safes uh trigger locks there's all so many ways to to make these guns safe and yet make them an effective tool for your home defense or if you're going to carry yeah. and uh and i tell people you may not be ready to buy a gun i've had people that sure. i've said you know you're probably not ready you need to get with some people that are gun people yeah. Your friend or family go out there and, and do well, some one shooting. Well, one good way to do that is go to the range and shoot. Go to the range the and more, shoot. The more you shoot, the more comfortable you're going to be. That's right. And uh, the fact that uh, Eric has given me, Eric and Jay have given me a chance to do a classes now, mm-hmm. now I can really focus in on, right. okay, let's talk about the issues about carrying. Let's talk about the issues about home defense, some of the things you need to be concerned about, some of the, the legal concerns you should have. Uh, you know, we were talking about, I mean, U.S. Law Shield is, is a big sponsor of us and, and this show, and, and I'm a member of U.S. Law Shield. I, I, I definitely tell people, you need to be considering a, a, a legal defense plan. What's going to happen after bang? You've right. got to think about those things. And we talked about this before the show. 
you you really want to do everything you can to avoid uh, using a gun if you absolutely if you have to you have to that's correct but there may be other alternatives um it's a life-changing experience as, as we've discussed with right. people that have had to use a, a firearm for uh, for a in a self-defense incident it's a life-changing experience you have to do what you have to do but people need to be aware there's there's you know that uh, it, it is a it is something they need to think about seriously and need to think about the legal exposing themselves legally to yes i agree with that uh, and one of the things that i'm i'm uh, sitting here thinking about that i'm i'm real happy to hear you saying that you're doing that at the gun stores because an awful lot of gun stores and it, it's not a, a knock on them but they don't know the laws themselves and they tell these people what oh, they yes. think the law Absolutely. is and i have people call me with some of what I'd have to call the most ridiculous things that you could ever say. Oh, it, yeah. it sounds like, in some instances, a policeman told them. Yeah. Because, uh, as we know, an awful lot of times the policeman is not the guy to ask what the laws are. That's right. Or it's retired, not, and it's or not retired his fault. Policeman. Oh yeah, or retired policemen. Those, those are even worse. Yeah, Nothing against them, but what they they remember thirteen or fourteen That's years correct. ago was the law. Has That's totally correct. changed. That's correct. And so, yeah, I always tell people: don't believe me, the, a gun a gun store clerk. Don't believe a law enforcement. Officer. Go read the laws yourself. Right. right. And that's so important. You're right. Uh, I've had people come up and say, "Well, this this police officer told me this, or this yeah. DNR ranger told me that, right. or this gun store clerk told me something yep. different." And I tell them, "Just go read the laws." Yep. And I've I try had, to I try to set them set them straight. I've had them tell me the pro board bait court told them that i've also had them call me up and say well i asked a question at the probate court and they told me to call you so uh, that's a good news well we, that's good that, uh, that is well very good. as a matter of fact one of my first uh, first stories that i remember when i became uh, executive director shortly thereafter i was down uh, sonny Purdue was still governor yeah and i was down uh, in a hearing and i left the hearing that afternoon and i had a voicemail and I listened to it on the way back to my car, and it was a guy from Virginia that has wanted to know what the yeah. gun laws were mm-hmm. going to be passing through. And he called the governor's office, and the governor's office gave him my number and said, call this guy. <laughs> so it was, you know, it's <laughs> what, amazing. Again, and that comes back to one of the other things that I say quite a bit is it's amazing. We're GeorgiaCarry.org, but we are – we are known worldwide. We're I national mean, reach and global it's, reach. It is. Absolutely. It's amazing how As many people. As you proved in 2014 I with all prove, of your. <laughs> I didn't prove you were, that. You were an international star in 2014. I was, I was, I was working to, Probably to not, try to make it. It was, it was not, not your choice. It was not it my be, choice. But it became that way. But, well, you yeah. know, it's interesting because, you know, you linked my email onto Georgia Carey web, you know, website with with uh, with the chapter leader, and I've had emails from people from Virginia. Say, hey, I'm, a, I'm a student. I'm coming over. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be spending the summer. What what is this law? What is that law? So great. I'm happy to you know. I basically had sure. I've had some conversations via email back and forth with people from other states. Oh yeah, uh, who have said, oh you know, I'm coming to the Marietta area, yeah. and I saw your name. Yeah. And and then I've had other emails from you know this this thing happened to me, and I'm I think I need a lawyer. Yeah. And I I've been able to refer. John Monroe. Right. I said you might want to talk to John Monroe. I had a guy yeah. that emailed me just the other day. Said I'm they're 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 not giving me my weapons carry license for some reason, and I want to get a. I think I need a lawyer. Yeah, I get and those I can, all the You time. know, I get those all, and, I, and I've got a couple of those, and so it's really great that uh, you can talk to him and say I've got some resources here that I wouldn't have had if I you know right. this, I wouldn't have done any of this or known any of this if I hadn't been associated yep. with George Carey right, and yeah. gotten educated. Well, I agree with that. I, and speaking of that, I uh, I just had to renew my license. I let it expire by two days because uh, I live in Fulton County, and 
they have a south annex and a north annex yeah. and then downtown. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to go downtown. And until the two days after my license expired, they weren't open on the south given licenses. Uh-huh. So I said, well, I'll just go the weekend without out doing it. And I'll go in on the 24th and I'll get my – I'll renew and I'll get me a temporary, which yeah. I did. Yeah. And uh, my license came just the other day, and it was issued. It took them a while to get it to me for some reason, but it was printed and issued um, 16 days after I applied, Mm -hmm. which I thought for Fulton County was rather fast. That is pretty good. And I that is very good. Yeah, no. And that now, was a Pinky, thir- Pinky might remember my name and who who I work for. And that was, by the way, that renewal was a thirty dollar renewal. That was a thirty dollar renewal. And thanks to thanks to Georgia Carey, Carey who you got that, believe it. an actual renewal. Now yeah. I've been I've, that's one thing that I've been telling people at uh, recruiting tables and even at the at the at the gun store is you want to know what Georgia Carey's really doing for. Well, here's one that's substantial. When, oh yeah. You know, well, when it, you renew. it's something that you can use. It's something that you can use every day. Oh yeah. I absolutely. mean, it, it's not something that just some people can use. And and we don't, you know, we don't go into this looking for what what's good for me or what's good for you or what we look at what's good for everybody. What's good for and, the membership and, and, and citizens in general. Yeah, all correct. citizens. And we, as I tell people. Uh, Unanimously, it's it's our goal. When people say, "What's your goal?" Our goal is to make the Second Amendment mean exactly what it says. You know, it's funny. You said that about Fulton County. I just renewed for Cobb County. I didn't get mine until twenty. It took twenty three days to get my life, my uh, renewal. Yeah, mine took. By the time it got here, I think it was twenty eight days. Okay, so I okay. It was it was they in, issued mine. They issued mine on the twenty fourth, and I, that was thirteen days on the twenty fourth. But it didn't get to me till like the fifth of yeah, May. Yeah, that mine was the same. And way. I think it probably sat in somebody's head. But yeah. Cobb County did very well. I I yeah. you know they're they're nice people down there. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm big time. I encourage people go get your weapons carry license well, even if you're not going to carry. Yeah, just go get it. Oh yeah, just yeah. do it. Yep, and, and it's it's a great thing to have. Well, that's a right that you want to exercise, especially if you have. Uh, if you do any firearms buying, because oh, it, absolutely, it, it uh, doubles as your background check. You don't hey, have to absolutely. go through that. You don't. You bypass the uh, you the, the in, uh, instant background right. check, and you just you, you're you're give good to go. Your, give them your driver's license. You've been your, vetted by the state of Georgia. Yep, that you have, and that's one of the things that bothers me too about why we can't just walk into the state capitol down here. In Texas, they have a special line for people with uh, yeah. with license holders because they've already been checked. All they have to do is go through there, show their license. Yeah. You're in the exactly. Cabin, exactly, and we should be able to do the same thing. Exactly. We're coming up on uh, another break here with the end of segment two. Uh, so far, it's been rather lively, and we continue. We will continue to do that. I want to remind you: go to georgiacarry.org, our website. You can sign up. You can renew. You can read everything that we've ever done, uh, and you can also some of the podcasts are available there. You can go to newstalk1160.com for inter, uh, commercial free podcast and we will be right back and now back to georgiacarry.org radio with georgiacarry.org's executive director jerry henry welcome back to georgiacarry.org radio hour uh once again uh jerry henry with don tower we're uh, discussing him a lot of things he's done a lot of things we've done a lot of things georgia carries get done and um we brought up uh don's brought up quite a few interesting subjects um one of the things you were talking about earlier is training and i i want to i want to bring up one thing about training uh you know we're known supposedly as being against training because we 
oppose yeah. every bill for mandatory training. Right. We're not against training. We're not against we training. We want no. everybody to be trained. We just don't want the state to say this is what you have to have because right. the state doesn't can't look at you and say you've been in the military, you you carried firearms, you know what's going on. Right. They can't look at me and say you've been in the military, and they can't look at me and say that you haven't. And they can't tell me there's no agency on earth that can tell me what training I need. That's exactly right. I can tell you what training I need. I can tell you what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not comfortable with, and that's where I need to spend my money and my time and work on that. That's right. You have state-mandated training, and and, and people that have been in states like that, uh, they know that it's the lowest common denominator training. Sure. It's, in many cases, too much of a just check the block, and yep. you kind of go through the motions, yep. and that's we'll, not good training. And we'll have a cup of coffee, and that's then right. I'll sign off I'll on sign your off license, on your, paper, you go on your paperwork, it. and... and uh, and that's not what we want to do. We want to encourage people to take training. And the other thing that you you know that we I've talked about all the time with people that, that say that also is, well, why don't you have training? And I, I say, well, what's going to be the price of the weapons carry license? Right. It becomes essentially instead of a seventy five dollar, which is way too much. Right. Um, it becomes it may become a two hundred and seventy five dollar or four hundred or four hundred dollar eight hundred. And oh, by the way, you're going to have to go with the dates that uh, the state right. is going to provide for you, right. and they'll be limited to certain locations, certain vetted instructors, and it becomes a choke point for the state. And it becomes you're pricing out people who are yes. maybe lower income. They That's need correct. a weapons carry license, but suddenly they've been priced out of it because of that higher cost. That's correct. And another thing about the the training is, I know of nobody. And I'm sure that's not not the actual case, but you'll find very few people in states that have have taken mandatory training that go back and say, well, I need more training. That's right. I have a license that says the state says that I'm capable of carrying this firearm. That's I don't right. need to know any more because if I had, if I didn't need to know any more, they would have taught me. They, they so stop right there and say, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. trained. Yeah. And like it's, it's far from it. Just like a driver's license. Yeah, exactly. When you're a kid. You exactly. got it. You don't have to worry about driving anymore. You know how to drive. You pass their test. There you you're go. Cool. Everything's that, nice. That's exactly right. It. Very good point. You're and, very, and, very good. And point. we're we are in no way, shape or form, against training. We're just against the state mandating our training. And um, but you know we've got a couple of bills down there that come up every year. There's two or three in there now requiring mm-hmm. wanting to require training. Uh, they're not going to go anywhere. No, not no. not as it is right now. Uh, so I, it doesn't bother me, but it does kind of bother me sometimes when people try to tell me that, that we're against training and mm-hmm. we're not against training. That's right. Uh, well, in Adventure Outdoors, uh, we believe in training. We encourage people, all the all of our clerks, all, all the staff there at the store say, we want you to get training. And we want you to come to our training. Oh, by the way, we got two hours of free training you can come to. Free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but yeah. no, very few uh, 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 gun shops do that and yeah. provide two hours of free training talking about firearm safety, a right. little bit about the laws, uh, give them some of the issues about carrying. Uh, actually, my my program, I actually we actually have some unloaded firearms in the classroom. We actually practice handling them safely, talk about safe storage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people eat that up. They love it. Oh, and, yeah. uh, they, and they're – and they're encouraged now because now they've known a little bit, and they say, "Oh, wait, you know, I need to do some other training, and right. I want to go ahead and do the live fire." So they proceed on to the live fire right. training to, to a paid course, and uh, and you know, frankly, the Adventure Outdoors doesn't make a whole lot of money doing that. It's a great program. We want people to come into Adventure Outdoors. We want to buy guns, obviously. We want them to use our range, but you know, it's a, it's a we we want people to know what they're doing. We right. see a lot of people. You, you know this. See a lot of people at the gun store, gun stores everywhere, and gun sh- gun shows, gun right. stores. 
that really don't know what they're doing, no. and they and we want them to know what they're doing. We we very much every every gun store clerk I know encourages people to go get that training and to go become more familiar. And that, like I said, we'll turn people. I've turned people away. I've said, you know, right. you probably ready. need to get on the range. You probably need to rent some guns. You probably need to practice with a friend and do a little bit more. Um, because, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, one of the things about guns is people buy the gun and they say, well, I've got the gun. They throw it in a sock drawer. Right. And they say, well, I'm, I'm done. Right. I'm, and that's just the start. Well, yeah. Obviously, you buy the gun. You're only just started. you got yeah, a lot of other things correct. to do. People kind of think of a gun as a magic talisman, and it isn't. You've got to know how, what you're doing with it, just well, like any tool. Yeah. And another thing about, uh, about training, when you get in the south, when you get in the southern states, Texas, over this way, uh, so many people were raised around guns anyway. So yeah. they were taught. My grandson, I taught him gun safety when he was six years old. I bought him a, a BB gun, and I taught him the safety rules. And, of course, the first thing he wanted was something that was louder. You know, BB gun goes. <laughs> he wanted something that went bang. Yeah. And so uh, that that was, uh, I think that was, we started that back in probably about August or so, somewhere in there. It was summertime. And so for that Christmas, I bought him a little single shot four ten shotgun. Yeah. yeah, and I the look on his face when he shot that the first time was worth every penny that I paid for that little <laughs> shotgun. I mean, his eyes got as as big as saucers. But uh, to this day, he's now uh, almost eighteen, and to this day, he's one of the safest guys that I ever shoot with. Yeah, I mean he he's always on me. I I have a, a little twenty two plinkster that. Uh, we go down and target practice by the lake, yeah. and once the the gun is unloaded, you can't put the safety on. And when you pull out the the magazine, start loading up the the magazine, then you can't put it on. And every time it's laying there, he'll say, "Granddaddy, your safety's not on." <laughs> I say, Nathan, I've told you a hundred times. Well, I'm just telling you. <laughs> well, he and you, and you grew up. He but grew he, up he, listening to all that. He and, grew up well, and, and he knew. He was also taught. That uh, that it's his gun because I gave him to him. Yeah. But if he misuses it, if he goes in and gets it out of out of where it belongs, etc., it's my gun, mm-hmm. and it won't yeah. be his gun again. Yeah. And it, uh, to this day, probably yeah, we haven't done it in a while. But if somebody's over at his house and and they want to see his guns, he'll come ask me. Yeah. Can I show him the gun? Yeah. And you know now I, I, he's got a. Uh, He's got, of course, the original twenty-two or BB gun, and he's got a the four ten shotgun. He's got a uh, semi-automatic twenty-two rifle, mm-hmm, yeah, and he's got a little uh, Charter Arms, I believe, twenty-two uh, twenty-two mag, yeah. single action yeah. revolver, and and of course he shoots he shoots my forty fives or three fifty or whatever yeah, he wants great. to shoot. But when it, one of the things that I did, and and I tell people this. One of the things that I did when he first started shooting is I know that what happens is you, a kid gets excited when you first, first pull a trigger and it goes bang. So the reason he has a single shot shotgun was so he couldn't get excited and turn around and shoot somebody else. Yeah. If he pulls the trigger again, nothing's going to happen. Same thing with a single action revolver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the same thing uh, with a bolt with, action. With a bolt action. He's got one shot I've got at a, a time. Yeah, I've yeah. got a bolt action twenty two. That That's what started, I learned on. Then, That's what I learned on with a bolt action. Yeah. I've still got that gun, by the way, that my dad taught me when I was probably six years old. Yeah. Well, so, he, the reason thing. he has a semi-automatic twenty two is I was talking to some friends one day, and I said I wanted to get uh, an, an older twenty two uh, that for him to rebuild 
for him to you know to mm-hmm. to reblue and and fix the stock and all that kind of stuff. I didn't want one that was lousy, but I wanted one that that had yeah. been used. Yeah. Because I have uh, redone a few farms, and he's watched me, and uh, I I traded. I shot a horse one day for a bolt action four ten uh, Stevens shotgun, and mm-hmm. it was oh, it was in bad shape. Looked pretty pretty nasty. Somebody had even uh, spray painted the barrel oh, silver <laughs> of all things. So I had to go in and clean all that off, and I enjoyed it. And he enjoyed watching me and, and helping. And my wife said, well, you know, you should just let him do that. And I said, well, I didn't really think about it. So I started looking for a gun for him to do the same thing. And uh, we, uh, I, I said something to the guy, and he came out, and he said, well, is it just for him? And I said, yeah. And he brought one out, and he said, here. And it was a very nice gun, and he said, 75 bucks. And I said, well, okay, you got it. And I told him he could redo it. He said, no, I want it just like it is. So uh, uh, we are uh, coming up to our uh, third break, the end of the third segment. This one really flew by. Uh, but we're having a good time. Go to georgiacarry.org, uh, our website. You can join. You can renew, etc. cetera. Uh, go to Newstalk1160.com for a commercial-free podcast, and we will be right back. And now, back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio Hour. Uh, this is our final segment with Don Towers, and by the way, I did uh, neglect to give you the number again uh, that I, we discussed earlier in the program that you could put in the uh, subject line of your email to me uh, to be on next week's program, which is, again, our 100th program. The number is one eight three zero six four one. If you would like to be on that show with me, send an email. We will draw from the stack of emails we get, and we will have... Uh, you as our guest, and we'll talk about basically anything you want to talk about. And that's the just 100th show. 100th show. Just that should be a good uh, guest spot. Uh, I can't, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of uh, well, we hope get so. a lot of feedback from people trying to get on that show. I'm sure. Well, I would, I'd hope so. And uh, you know, the the good. I guess it's. Uh, I understand kind of what uh, Rush says about he's putting his career on the line every Friday, but. Uh, <laughs> Because we never know what's going to be on here, but uh, you know uh, we we take uh, criticism just as well as we take the compliments, yeah, and absolutely. we we uh, we answer. In fact, a lot of the criticism is is uninformed comments, in my opinion. They 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 think they're criticizing us for something, or they're criticizing for something that they think they know, but they don't really know what they're criticizing us about. I got an email that I I laugh about and talk about. Uh, back when I put out an email saying that the uh, the bills were in the rules committee of the Senate, that and that we needed to contact the rules committee and and get it to the floor and to contact right. the lieutenant governor to yeah. get the bill to the floor, and I got an email shortly thereafter from uh, one of the other guys. Uh, he, he belonged to another group uh, as well, and he said. Uh, the, the subject was, but you didn't say why it was in the rules committee. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought anybody that kept up with us knows that the, if it goes to the floor, yeah. it's got to go through the rules Absolutely, committee. When yeah. it comes out yeah. of committee or when it comes from one of the other chambers, it has to go through the rules committee. Mm-hmm. 
And this guy's uh, contention was that they were going to, to water it down and screw up the bills, and, and we were going along with it because we were allowing them to do that. Yeah. And I wrote back and explained as, as gingerly as I could without really saying what I was thinking <laughs> was that, you know, they all go through there. And not only that, when the Senate gets through with them, I said, no. number one, there's not going to be any changes because right. the only changes they'll make will be a floor amendment, and there are not going to be any floor amendments on these bills. Right. Because we already knew that. They were going to be engrossed. And once they engross the bill, you can't make any change. Right. You can vote for it or against it. Right. Uh, you can debate it, but you're not going to, you're not going to get anywhere right. other than maybe changing somebody's vote. And was this for 280? Was this, this was 280, 280, 406, and 292. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, and by the way, when it leaves the Senate, it goes, guess where? to the rules committee yeah. in the house yeah. before it goes to the floor yeah because they're the gatekeepers they're the ones that say we do or we don't listen to, uh, we don't hear this bill today yeah and 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 when we're going to hear it it may be you know they may want to hear one in the afternoon because it's going to take up more time or they may want to lo- yeah. get one over with in the morning so that they got more to do it, whatever reason they yeah. have their reasons on doing things but it all goes through there so here we were being com- uh being criticized for not explaining why it was going through the committee, and due to the fact that he only wanted, uh, he was only interested in constitutional carry anyway, he just didn't want anything else yeah. to do with us, drop us from membership. Yeah. So we did. Uh, there's some things that, that, you know, some type of people that we don't really care about having in the organization. If they're not well, they don't really understand. They don't understand our strategy, um, and they, you know, what, what, if I may sure. just talk about this, this, this uh, we've had a tremendously successful year. And even though we didn't get everything we wanted in 280, I, I was like, you got all this, you know, people, you know, basically yeah. bitching about, well, we didn't get this, we didn't get that. Yeah. And I kept replying to him, well, wait a minute. Kid, did we make progress? Are we, mm-hmm. we did we get a couple steps forward? Yeah. We maybe not did get, get 10 steps forward, but a couple steps forward. Guys, we can't. Yeah. We didn't couldn't carry before in those places, and now all of a sudden we can carry in more right. places. We haven't given anything up. And they're saying, well, I don't like this bill, and I don't – come on, guys. You don't understand George Kerry by now. It's an iterative process. It, we, get, we get our foot in the door. We get some progress made. Nothing bad happens. And guess we, what? We go back to another bite of the apple, and we make more progress we, on, yeah, on, we, on, on campus carry, right. and that's what's going to happen. We take just everything. Just like with restaurants, just like with bars, et cetera, churches. Right. right. We take everything that we can get. That's right. And then we accept that. We wait till the next year. We go back and ask for more. And you that's get another bite of the apple. Exactly. In fact, I, I got an awful lot of those like you. I saw some on, on Facebook. And and I'm uh, trying to be nice to people. I'm saying, you know, I too. understand people are frustrated. People want it now. The people want camp, they want all of campus carry. They want K through 12. And I understand that. And I said, I, I get it. But we got what we got. And you got to realize yeah. we're playing in their ball field. We're, that's correct. We're a visitor. We're over there trying to influence things, and, that, and we can only get what we can get. And that's a very important thing that people have to understand. There is a system at the Gold Dome. Whether you like the system, whether you like the people in the system or not, is not the deal. The that's deal right. is they have the the their uh procedures right and they do it in a certain way and if you can't play the same game they're playing you're not going to get anywhere yeah, whether you like exactly. the, whether you like the game or not yeah you know you're, you're not going to get anywhere on a football field carrying a basketball yeah and if you don't play by their rules 
whether again, whether you like them or not, then you're not going anywhere. You're That's not right. going to make it. It's just not going to happen. That's right. And I even told some people after uh, a, a short argument on Facebook about, yeah, well, it's a start, but I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, then call the governor and tell him not to sign it. Well, no, no, no. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. You know, what do exactly. you want? I exactly. mean, we can't have them both. You, right. You, you've either got to accept what we got or not. Yeah. And then, of course, we get an awful lot of, you know, uh, you know we're the we're the largest gun control organization in the state of Georgia. You know that. Oh yeah, I know. I've yeah. heard that. Uh, we're we're yeah. uh, we're um, we're surrendering uh, yeah. our our rights by agreeing to all the. We're, we're the compromise. Right. We, they say right. we're the compromise organization. Yeah. We're, we're also the organization that went from the forty third worst state in the country to about the third best right. state and, I and keep so they're going to complain you know, about being the third best i keep state. telling people the formula works it's worked for we've yeah. what 10 only 10 years we've only been yeah. around for 10 years 10 years yeah that's it and look yep. what we've accomplished we've got 147 years worth of bad law that we've pretty much we've got about we've 80, got an awful lot of got a lot got a lot done yeah. and yeah. the other thing i want to mention is uh, so many people don't even know who their rep is in the, right. in the gold dome so many people right. don't know who their senator is uh if i could just mention that Folks, you need to go out and talk to your rep. Get to know them. Take right. them to lunch. Take them to lunch. Take uh, them to breakfast. Meet, meet them at a at a at a at a at a, at a breakfast for the co- or for whatever the Republican Party breakfast wherever you're at or the Democratic Party breakfast wherever you're right. at. Go meet them and talk right. to them. Go meet your senator. Get a get a relationship with them. That's and, that's and very during important. The, and during the session, and, and go and go to and go down to the hearings right. during, and see the process. During that's the a great session, thing to do. when you've got nothing else to do, if go you've down. got a day off during the session, go down, go yeah, visit him. Exactly. Sit down, and talk to him. Tell him who you office. are. See him in the you office. Know? That makes an impression on it people. Makes a very it makes big a impression. Big impression. On you better believe it. Absolutely. And I think that that's one of the things that has helped us an awful lot throughout our years is the fact that we have so many people that go down and see their representatives know their representative etc make all the hearings right and i'm i got a feeling that there's a lot of people at capital think we must have 50 or 60 lobbyists and we do in a, in a to a degree i <laughs> mean they're degree. not paid lobbyists that's right they're they're citizen lobbyists but that's what we tell our people we want them to do that's we, right. we've always said that if you don't know your representative if your representative or senator does not recognize you when you walk down the street you have not done your job yet. That's you correct. need to go back and you need to work with those people. And the thing that I also tell the people is it doesn't matter whether they're pro-gun or whether they're not anti-gun. There are other things that are involved in running the government That's and right. running that there may affect issues. you. That's correct. And you need to know those things. I think there's a lot of people. I know Luke Crawford was in here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And he said that uh, when he first started with the concealed, uh, students concealed carry on campus, that a lot of the guys, he said, well, look, let's go down to the Capitol. And the guys went, you can do that? And I believe there's probably still a lot of people uh, that are uh, probably closer to our age that don't realize that they can go down there and walk into the guy's office and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I want to do. The thing is getting people off the couch and Mm -hmm. getting people active, and, and they'll find out that, hey, this makes a difference. That's correct. Every and time you, you just you just can't sit at home and bitch and complain. You you got to go do something. You've got to get. And maybe you're just becoming a member of George Kerry. That's a good start. But now you got to. There's a couple of steps for you know help help uh, encourage people to join George Kerry. Yep. That's that that makes a difference. And then go to that next step. Go ahead and, and connect with your representatives. Uh, get educated about the laws. Just those steps. Just simple steps. Yep. Uh, I would also mention, um, and you know I've been involved with, I, I give you progress reports about Cobb County. 
yeah get get to your co- get to your county commission meetings and talk to those guys and tell them voice your opinion i've i've made public comment a couple of times I've, I've 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 had some issues some respectfully disagreement disagreements respectful disagreements with the cobb county board of commissioners and i've been voicing my complaints a mm-hmm. little bit and talking to them about some alternatives right. and everybody should go to their city yeah. council or their uh, commission cobb uh, county commission and talk to those issues don't just you know just right. don't don't just and I, and I had intended to bring that up earlier uh, because, um, as I stated on the on the Facebook page and on the on the website, uh, you are a recipient of the executive director award. Yes, sir, I am. And that was one of the big things that got you. That was because you did, went out on your own. You went down. You did your work the best you could, and you did a good job. And that's what we need. We need people like you to sit there and say. Listen, it's it's not right. GeorgiaCarry.org works at state capital. We can't go to every county. That's right. I mean, we do if there's a problem, if we have to do something, uh, we'll go. But the citizens in that county are the ones that really have to do And they're the ones that mean things. I mean, if I walk over exactly. to Cobb County, I live in Fulton County, they care less what I have to say yeah. about it. Yeah. But you're in Cobb County, you vote for them, they'll listen to you. Exactly. exactly. So, uh, And that's one thing people need to understand yeah, absolutely like and, say, get and off the sofa if i get off the sofa find out what your laws in your county are because they may they might be That's a little correct. too restrictive they might be doing things they're not supposed to be doing yeah, they may be unlawful get clued in under that That's and correct. then uh, you know you remember george Carey. you can you can uh, you can get attention on that okay. well we're coming up to the end of the show here i'd like to thank don uh, towers for being my guest today uh we look forward to next week we're not sure who's going to be on here uh, I want to remind you once again, go to georgiacarry.org website. Uh, you can follow us at georgiacarry. I'm at hutcherback 64 and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to georgiacarry.org radio, hosted by Georgia Carry's executive director, Jerry Henry. GeorgiaCarry.org is Georgia's no-compromise voice for gun owners. Join us each week for information on protecting your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. GeorgiaCarry.org Radio, Saturday mornings at 8 only on News Talk 1160, the talk of the town.